0: The community podcast where Savannah and Adamsville, Tennessee meets northern Indiana and southwestern lower Michigan. Welcome to Roaring Light. Combining news and weather from News Source 1 Michiana with great independent Christian music from Roaring Light Radio. Get ready. News and weather is next.
1: Welcome to 2023 Talks where we're following our democracy in historic times. We had a clear vision for the future. House Democrats fight for lower costs, better paying jobs and safer communities. House Democrats consistently will put people over politics. Incoming House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries explained what he believes kept Republican gains to a minimum in the 2022 midterm elections. The GOP took control of the House and Democrats expanded their control of the Senate, both by narrow margins. The economy may be the most prominent bipartisan issue, and Democrats hope to focus on climate change, abortion, and health care. Meanwhile, House Republicans plan to launch investigations into the Biden family and the administration, promised in retaliation for the January 6th committee hearings. Topics will include the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, border security, and Hunter Biden's business dealings. Another target will be Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over fentanyl and border issues. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs explained his rationale.
2: I expect our party to pursue impeachment next Congress. Secretary Mayorkas has committed high crimes and misdemeanors. His conduct is not incompetent, it's not negligent, it is willful and intentional.
1: While some voters want Congress to probe problems along the U.S.-Mexico border and the growing abuse of fentanyl, others do not particularly care about investigating the Bidens. A Politico Morningstar poll showed only 28% of voters think Hunter Biden should be investigated or whether the House should debate impeaching President Biden. David Barker, director of the American University Center for Congressional and Presidential Studies, noted a narrowly divided Congress could potentially be seen as fertile ground for bipartisanship, but he fears the opposite will be true.
3: The more uh, closely uh, divided the the Congress is in in terms of there not being much of a a margin of of difference between the number of Democrats and the number of of Republicans, uh, that actually tends to be a recipe for more gridlock.
1: Philip Wallach, a senior fellow at the American Enterprise Institute, said more robust open debate could make Congress more effective, but cautioned many recent deals have been made behind closed doors, not allowing most members of Congress to put their best foot forward. We see more and more bills, instead, worked out by
4: the leadership and then brought to votes with very little opportunity for for real debate or amendment.
1: Finally, authorities in Brazil could revive a 2008 case of check fraud against New York representative-elect George Santos, which had been dropped when they could not locate him. Santos is currently under investigation after a New York Times report found he fabricated numerous elements of his life and resume, which his critics say may have misled voters. I'm Edwin J. Vieira for Pacifica Network and Public News Service. Find our eight trust indicators to support transparency and accuracy at publicnewsservice.org.
5: Here is your dual community forecast. Michiana weather. Today rain likely, with thunderstorms also possible after 4 p.m. Cloudy, with a high near 58. South wind 5 to 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 60%. Tonight a chance of rain and thunderstorms before 1 a.m., then a slight chance of rain between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., mostly cloudy, with a low around 43. South wind 5 to 10 mph. Chance of precipitation is 30%. Wednesday a slight chance of rain between 7 a.m. and 4 p.m., mostly cloudy, with a high near 45. West wind 5 to 10 mph. Chance of precipitation is 20%. Wednesday night mostly cloudy, with a low around 32. Southwest wind around 10 miles per hour. Thursday a chance of snow before 1 p.m., then a chance of rain and snow. Mostly cloudy, with a high near 35. Southwest wind around 10 miles per hour. Chance of precipitation is 50%. Thursday night cloudy, with a low around 30. Friday mostly cloudy, with a high near 35. Hardin County, Tennessee. Weather Tuesday. Severe storms exit by 1 p.m. Showers and possibly a thunderstorm before noon, then a chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly between noon and 3 p.m. Some of the storms could produce heavy rainfall. High near 69. South-southwest wind 5 to 15 mph, with gusts as high as 30 mph. Chance of precipitation is 100%. New rainfall amounts between a half and three quarters of an inch possible. Tonight showers and thunderstorms likely before 3am, then a chance of showers. Mostly cloudy, with a low around 52. South wind around 5 mph becoming west after midnight. Chance of precipitation is 70%. New rainfall amounts between a quarter and half of an inch possible. Wednesday sunny, with a high near 62. West wind 5-10 to mph. Wednesday night mostly clear, with a low around 38. Calm wind, Thursday sunny, with a high near 53. Light west-southwest wind becoming west 5 to 10 miles per hour in the morning. Thursday night mostly clear with a low around 31. West wind around 5 mph becoming calm in the evening. Friday sunny, with a high near 50. Calm wind.
6: Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to Roaring Light, your community podcast serving Michiana and Savannah and Adamsville, Tennessee. My name is Keith Thews, your station manager for Roaring Light Radio and News Source 1 Michiana. It is 2023, and you can hear the rain falling um, as the line of heavy rain and storms come through. And I'm recording this. It's quite interesting down here to have a tornado watch in this time of the year Um, it's not common for northern Indiana but I guess it's more common for down here in Savannah, Tennessee so we're going to be uh, getting our regular routine going here once I go into a daily podcast Fox Weather will be returning and uh, you'll notice a couple other add-ons or moves and stuff like that for, for national news um, but I have some big news to give to you today. Uh, today I'll be moving into my brand new house with my family, my second parents, uh, finally getting a home here in Savannah. woo And, therefore, where I'm going to be living, real close to East End United Methodist Church, is going to be the starting place for the big expansion of Roaring Light Radio. And so if you are living near East End United Methodist Church, which has a worship at 1030 on Sundays, Pastor Ed would love to have you there, tune your AM radio dial, yes AM, to 1620 on your AM radio dial for a new legal part 15 AM radio station, Roaring Light Radio. Yes, 24 hours a day seven days a week a hobby station of mine bringing you almost all of our playlist of the library for Roaring Light Radio uh, for just a few blocks around and uh, being ministered to Um, it's been uh, worked on and uh, it's a new transmitter and my old transmitter is going to be used for a talk station here in just a few weeks uh, once I fully fully get settled in to the new house and have enough time to uh, properly manage that station but that will be coming in that news in a few uh, weeks once we're I'm squared away but hey if you're living near the east central side of Savannah tune your AM radio dial to Roaring Light Radio 1620 AM been talking about it on the uh, a little bit of previewing and now the big news so tune it in let us know what you think join our page on Facebook and uh, just to let you know it is a very legal low-power AM station legally transmitting at one-tenth of a watt by FCC part 15 rules <clears throat> so some days you might hear it half a mile away or a mile away depends on the conditions and other times at night not very far at all but it's a ministry it's a love and we got it going so let's go ahead and turn everything over to some music and then i'll be back with savannah happenings and sylvia stark has got a couple of Michigan happenings because michiana 101 those of you who are our new source one michiana listeners just published uh, her new edition for 2023 so you definitely want to check that out a lot of great christian uplifting music and community happenings that Sylvia's got and also Devin Heights got his weather from the Highcast weather community he had he's been doing a mini podcast on the weather you definitely don't want to miss that great insight from Highcast weather and Devin Height on to the music here on Roaring Light podcast
7: majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens.
8: From the lips of children and infants, you have ordained praise. Oh Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. From the lips of children and of infants, you have ordained praise. They praise you for whom you are. Praise you for all you've done. Praise you for all Everything is beautiful Everything is beautiful Yes, O Lord The mountains and the hills Declare your glory They call out your name To the heavens All that you have made Know you are worthy receive their praise we were made to worship you created to see Worship you, created to sing. We were made to worship you. is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory in the heavens. From the lips of children and of infants, you have ordained praise.
6: And welcome to Savannah and Adamsville Community Happenings here on Roaring Light, your podcast, community podcast for Michiana and Savannah and Adamsville, Tennessee. The information provided comes from The Courier, which is Savannah's once a week newspaper, comes out every Thursday, real cheap, $1. Can't miss that, can't beat that. So let's take a look at a few of the community happenings as found on page 6A, if you're interested. The Shiloh American Legion Post 28th meeting at Molly Monday's Restaurant, 295 Eureka Street, right off of 69, having fellowship at 5.30, and the meeting is at 6.30. All veterans are welcome to attend. On Wednesday, the 4th of January, Shiloh Falls Guarding Club. Every first Wednesday, location and times vary. Contact 689. 689- 8657 for more information also on Friday the Battle of Shiloh Camp 1454 Sons of the Confederate Veterans SCV Shiloh Methodist Church Fellowship Halls where their meeting on the first Thursday supper and the meeting is at 7 the supper is at 6 finally on Friday those of you who love Jimmy Buffett the Parrot Heads Club P-A-R-O-T, Parrot Heads Club. Jim Buffett fans, I'm sure. Uh, first Friday of, at Freddy T's, Club 50 at 6 p.m. Hardin County Library news on January 3rd, Dungeons and Dragons introduction at 3.30. On January 5th, adult craft class spots are limited, so please call to be on the list. And this coming weekend on Saturday, introduction to Dungeons and Dragon, and then adult game night. At the library, Hardin County Library, there on Pickwick on January 9th. Additional Pickwick meetings. The District 3 Community Involvement will meet at District 3 Community Center, 491 Hinton Road in Counts, Tennessee, the third Thursday of each month at 6.30. Contact Debbie Smith at area code 731-926-0778. And then one more will be the Pickwick United Methodist Church Men's Club Breakfast is the first Thursday of each month. 8 o'clock in the morning. Membership to the men's club is open to all men in the Pickwick Counts area. So there is a little bit of community happenings for today's podcast. We'll be back later on this week with another update uh, to the community happenings.
9: Some good news coming to you. There will be a new 24-hour vet coming to Mishawaka. This will take place at the Emergency Veterinary Care Center. And it is located at 5714 North Main Street in Mishawaka, Indiana. And these new hours will take effective today, January 2nd, Monday. The vet will be open 12 a.m. to 2 p.m. will be closed Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday, 7.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the vet will be open 24 hours. For more information, you can give them a call at 574-544-6200. Once again, that phone number is 574-544-6200. Take care and have a wonderful day.
10: The new year, most of us are reflecting back on 2022 and setting goals for next year. For a Bristol nine-year-old, his New Year's resolution turned into an accomplishment that can inspire other kids and adults to stick to their goals. ABC 57's Julianne Grahowski is live in studio with us tonight after speaking with the fourth grader about all those amazing accomplishments. Julianne. Well, Nausea tonight marks the closing chapter of 2022 for all of us, but for one fourth grader from Bristol, his year ends with the closing of thousands of chapters. He stuck with his New Year's resolution for the entire year and finished it just two days ago after he read his 1,000th book of the year.
6: Three days before New Year, I had to read 40
10: more books. Wyatt Miller may be the only nine-year-old in Michiana that can say he read 1,000 books in 2022. It started as a New Year's resolution last year with the goal of reading 250 books. But by February, he had already reached that goal.
4: He told me he was done. I said, well, I think maybe you should make your goal a little bit bigger than
11: 250.
10: (laughs) Next was actually 300, and then I think I changed it to 500. And then... I did a thousand. Wyatt read all kinds of books this year. He read some short ones. One of the normal and jelly ones.
6: If I'm reading that one really fastly, I can get that one done in 60 seconds.
10: And he read long ones too, like the entire Harry Potter series, which he read three times. I did the first Harry Potter and that took me about like, three days some of his other favorite reads include the mysterious benedict society series the explorer academy series and the wind in the willows but why it says nothing beats the books he read to his little brothers using silly voices
6: i can make like very deeper or like higher like silly kind of voices for like each character
10: Wyatt's parents say they can't be more proud of him, and they hope his achievement can inspire others to stick to their goals in the new year.
4: Very proud of his setting his goals and achieving them, and the hard work and dedication that it took for him to do that is just blows my mind and makes me a very proud dad.
10: <laughs> I really hope that Wyatt's story can inspire other kids to um, to set goals and to read, and just kind of that uh, anything is possible, and you can read more than you think. And speaking of the new year, Wyatt's new goal won't be to read over a thousand books, but to read longer books every day. Do you have a new goal going into 2023 like you did last year?
6: 365
10: books. 365 books. So one book book every day. Now, Wyatt and his parents used a website named Goodreads to track all the books he read this year. If you're feeling inspired by Wyatt and want to challenge yourself to a reading goal this year, I'll have a link to Goodreads over on abc57.com. Live in studio, Julian Gryowski, ABC 57 News.
7: Who am I that you would love me? Who am I that you would call me all the same? You could see me Love me anyway Yeah, you love me anyway From the little you made find, You bring beauty out of dust You're not finished with me yet From the ashes I get thin. In my hopeless state of mind Steady horror from the night I gotta win this fight I gotta wage this war Ready battle for my soul a fire in my soul Who am I that you would choose me And call me all the same your name, when I call your name. From the middle you make much. You bring beauty out of dust. You're not finished with me. yes on the ashes I
12: All my joy with you, I'd like to share. I'm gonna take a trip in the good old gospel ship. Got to go sailing through the air. I'm gonna take a trip in the good old gospel ship. I'm Going far beyond the sky. I'm gonna shout and sing until all heaven rings. Till I'll this old world goodbye ain't no grave, ain't no grave, ain't no grave, i got to hold this down, oh. there ain't no grave, i got to hold this down, ain't no grave. I'm gonna rise and meet my Lord. I'm gonna say goodbye down here, cause there ain't no grave. No grave. I'm gonna hold this body down. The grave. Swing low, sweet chariot. I'm coming for to carry me home. Swing low, sweet chariot. I'm coming for to carry me home. Rock me low, nice and easy. I got a home on the other side. Ezekiel he went out in the middle of the field. He saw two angels work on a chariot wheel. He wasn't so particular about working on the wheel. He just wanted to see how a cherry feels. Swing down, chariot style. Let me ride down chair, you stop and let me ride. Rock me, Lord, rock me, Lord, nice and easy. I've got a home on the other side. Oh, John, oh, John, oh, what do you say? Walking to Jerusalem just like John. I'll meet you there on the crowning day. Walking a Jerusalem, Jerusalem just Jerusalem like John. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready, Lord. Walking to Jerusalem Ooh, just like
13: Happy Hump Day. I'm Pastor Joel, and this is Happy and Whole in Him. The other day, uh, four astronauts were launched into outer space aboard the spacecraft Resilience to be launched in the heavens. That would be mind-blowing, but I'm about to read something far better. And if you take in Psalm 8, and I mean to the core of your being, to really meditate and feed on it, it is going to give you such a lift It will change everything about how you think of yourself and the folks you know. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You've set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babies and infants, you have established strength because of your foes to still the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, Oh, Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Do you ever think you don't matter? Feel small and insignificant? Can you imagine being those astronauts out there looking back at Earth? Do you know if our galaxy was shrunk down to the size of the North American continent, our solar system would fit into a coffee cup? You think any of those astronauts are thinking, well, I'm pretty big in the scale of things. Psalm 8 highlights who is big. This psalm is bookended by the Lord, our Lord, whose name is majestic, whose glory is above the heavens. And of course it is. The heavens, the moon, and the stars are the work of his fingers. I mean, I've made a few things with my hands that I'm pretty proud of. I've also got projects around the house that I hope no one else looks at too closely. But Almighty God has endless handiwork that is mind-blowing. Have you ever looked at shots from the Hubble telescope? This awesome God has set in place hundreds of billions of stars in the Milky Way alone. And there are over 200 billion galaxies more that are observable. Are you feeling more insignificant now? Hold on to your chair. That is not what God says about you. The psalmist says, What is man that you are mindful of him, and the son of man that you care for him? What really blows the psalmist's mind is not merely the majesty of the one who created the cosmos, rather that with all that this great God could be focused on, we, you and me, we are what is on God's mind. God cares for us. God is concerned for you. That is why the psalmist bookended his song with, Lord, our Lord. You see, God is not a distant God. He is our God, a personal God who wants to care for us. And what is further life reorienting is that this personal God has not made us a little higher than the animals, like Darwin and your science book say. No. God has made us a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned us with glory and honor. You hear that? Glory. Who else has glory? God whose glory is above the heavens. This God has crowned us too with glory and honor. My friends, if you take that in from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, you will never look at yourself in the mirror the same way. And you won't look at anyone else the same way either. You will see that all humans deserve honor, no matter how deeply flawed they are. And Psalm 8 gets even better because it says, You are greatly loved. Joel, where do you see that in Psalm 8? Actually, it's in Hebrews 2, where the writer quotes Psalm 8 and then says, It now also refers to Jesus, verse 9 who was made a little lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death, so that by the grace of God he might taste death for everyone. God loves you and showed you his power to save by ironically becoming a baby in a manger. The Son of God became all we are by nature that we might become all he is by grace alone, by believing in him, And because Jesus has been raised from death into glory, we need not fear death in a pandemic. And we can live meaningful lives seeking to introduce others to our God by telling them how majestic is his name in all the earth. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. We marvel that you have stooped down to speak to us this encouraging word. Grant that we might better see Jesus, who is made low, to lift us up, that we then might, out of gratitude, seek to do the same for our neighbors. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Here's a question for the grandparents listening in Are you praying intentionally for your grandchildren? This is truth itself. Lillian Penner, writing for the Grandparenting Network, writes, Grandparents are excited to enter the season of grandparenting. However, with the joy of grandchildren comes a responsibility. We read in Psalm 145 that one generation to another is to speak of God's greatness. Grandparents are called to be examples of what it means to walk in the truth and cultivate trusting relationships that allow us to engage truth from one generation to another. God has placed our grandchildren in our sphere of influence for such a time as this, just as God placed David, Daniel, Esther, Peter, and others for their time. It's incredible to think that God placed our generation at this time. A family's godly heritage can be lost in one generation. However, grandparents can be defenders of their faith. Life is full of disappointments and crises. If our children and grandchildren turn their backs on their heritage of faith, they will face these challenges and trials without God in a chaotic world. Don't be afraid for your grandchildren. Be grateful that God chose you to grandparent and to cover them with prayer. And Penner adds some suggestions from her own prayer time. I pray that my grandsons will become strong, courageous, and godly men like David, Daniel, and Peter. And I pray my granddaughters will become courageous and godly like Queen Esther. Timothy Kroll from the Helios Projects says we've been called to train 3,000 untrained pastors around the world who have absolutely no Bible or theology training due to the fact they can't afford it. He said, so far, we have less than 700 who wait for training this year. Pray that we reach this goal. At trainapastor.com, $150 trains three pastors. That's trainapastor.com. You can see these stories and more on our website, truthitself.com. Truth Itself, news that impacts your faith, family, and country.
3: The rest of the story. Colonel Meriwether Clark had lost everything. Well, now, wait, almost everything. A couple of thousand dollars was left in his bank account, and he'd stashed about 14000 worth of hard liquor, if you can imagine that. But that was it. That was all that was left of Colonel Clark's once fabulous fortune. Heavy losses in the stock market were partly to blame, but mainly it was what he'd lost at the track, financially and emotionally, and I'll explain that a little later. Anyway... The colonel arrived in town on the brink of ruin, as you have learned, in the spring of 1899. Folks who greeted him would later remark that he had seemed despondent. But that was understandable, wasn't it? Colonel Clark had come to serve as presiding judge of Montgomery Park, the local racetrack. So he checked into a nearby hotel. He went to the room alone. He shut the door. And sometime during the night, he pulled the pistol from his valise and walked to the window in his dark room and stood there looking out at nothing. Nobody knows how long he stood there before putting the gun muzzle to his head and pulling the trigger. Next morning, they found him lying in a dried pool of his own blood. He was 53, and thus concludes his story. But this is the rest of the story. Meriwether Lewis Clark, Jr. was reared by two rich uncles, Henry and John. As a young man, Clark pursued a career in banking before his lifelong infatuation with horse breeding and horse racing blossomed into an uncontrollable passion. Bankrolled by his rich uncles, Meriwether traveled abroad, learned the racing business, and then returned home to promote his dream, a racetrack of his own. Once again, his uncles financed him, and the track was built. Events based on the classic races were conceived and scheduled one particularly exciting six-day series of races. Meriwether ruled his roost sternly. He kept the bookmakers away from his establishment. He upheld the track rules rigidly, which often annoyed racing participants. He was once even shot and wounded by a local breeder, whom he had disqualified for depositing his entry fee tardily. Yet much as Colonel Clark loved the business, he was not an outstanding businessman... For while he accepted no salary for running his racetrack, he showed no profits either. In fact, to keep it running, he had to absorb the losses personally. And after 19 years, he was financially and emotionally spent. even had to sell his beloved racetrack to get out of debt. But life without that track, well, that wasn't much of a life at all. So you know how it ended. With Clark's suicide in Memphis, April 22, 1899. But looking back a hundred years, who on earth would dare call him a failure? For Meriwether's rich uncles, who made their nephew's dream come true, he honored by naming it for them Henry and John Churchill. That's right, Churchill Downs. He named his racetrack Churchill Downs. And the opening race of Colonel Clark's annual six-day spectacular, you know about that, too. For the colonel who died brokenhearted never imagined the future world fame and spectacular success of that opening race alone. For that opening race is our annual Kentucky Derby. Now you know
14: the rest of the story. The Public News Service, DOA Newscast, January the 3rd, 2023. I'm Mike Clifford. It is a brand new year and consumer auto safety groups are hoping to avoid further deaths from faulty Takata airbags by raising awareness about the ongoing recall.
10: More than 41 million vehicles are affected from 34 brands from model years 2000 to 2018. Michael Brooks with the Center for Auto Safety warns that the ammonium nitrate that causes the airbags to inflate has become unstable and can explode with even a small fender bender.
1: So when there's an airbag trigger, that means that you're just going to have an uncontrolled explosion that, that instead of pushing the gas into the airbag, simply destroys the entire housing of the airbag, sends shrapnel out towards the driver or the passenger and
5: causes injuries or
10: death. I'm Suzanne Potter.
14: The repairs are free and some manufacturers are even offering $100 gift cards to entice people to bring in their vehicles. People can check to see if the vehicle is on the recall list on the website safeairbags.com. And in November, Colorado voters approved the largest source of dedicated funding to address affordable housing and homelessness in the
0: state's history. And as lawmakers debate priorities for almost $300 million generated through Proposition 123 in the upcoming legislative session, Kathy Alderman with the Colorado Coalition for the Homeless says her group and other advocates will be working to ensure that investments are
13: in sync with what voters wanted.
7: Voters intended this money to go to homelessness resolution up through homeownership. Voters intended this money to provide rental housing for people at moderate to low income.
0: Prop 123
13: will tap 0.1% of tax dollars collected, and proponents say it will add 10,000 additional affordable housing units per year. Opponents argued that creating a separate funding pool for housing could impact the state's ability to address other core needs. Others warned the measure would deny Colorado taxpayers $145 million in TABOR refunds in the first year alone. I'm Eric Galatis.
14: Even if the measure reaches its goals, Colorado will still be short on the number of available affordable units compared with demand. Now from the Hill, Kevin McCarthy has already moved into the Speaker's office, even as an influential conservative group urges members to vote against him unless he concedes to key rules changes. With the House slated to vote today on who will command the gavel, McCarthy remains short of the needed 218 votes. The Hill notes, absent a sudden flip among his detractors, McCarthy's bid for the gavel will prompt a historically rare showdown, marking just the second time since the Civil War that the race could go beyond one ballot. This is Public News Service. The cost of farmland has skyrocketed, putting the dream of working land out of reach for many young farmers.
1: In Ohio, land transfers between retiring landowners and aspiring farmers are seen as a solution to keep land affordable and out of the hands of developers. Sharon Mache and her husband own Meadow Farm and Preserve in Fayette County. She explains that in order to acquire the 30-acre property from a retiring farm couple
10: they knew personally, they worked out a
1: seller-financed loan.
10: It's so hard for
5: older farmers to figure out how to get their farms out there. They don't understand social media. They don't understand how to find small farmers, but there's so many of them out there that'd be willing to do something like we did
7: Meish
1: adds they have three years to secure a regular loan or pay the remaining amount for the property from their own funds. In the meantime, the farm's previous owners function as the mortgage lender. She and her husband will make interest-only payments to them. Meish points to heartlandfarmlink.org. Nadia Ramlagan reporting.
14: And 5 in 10 voters say their confidence in the public school system has decreased since the COVID crisis and over the past year. According to data from the National Bureau of Economic Research, reading and math scores in West Virginia dropped significantly during the course of the pandemic. Former Democratic governor and now educational consultant Bob Wise says nearly 60% of voters and parents strongly agree that states and school districts should be using federal relief dollars to support public schools. What our polling data shows us, if people don't want to go back just to normal in education, they want a new normal. They weren't that happy before. In West Virginia, programs like Sparking Early Literacy Growth are helping school districts implement new approaches to help students regain losses in reading and in comprehension. Finally, our Alex Gonzalez lets us know the state of Utah has allocated a total of $15 million to wastewater reuse projects in southern Utah.
6: The Southern Utah Reuse ARPA grant program has provided the funding to 12 municipalities, conservancies, and service districts. It prioritizes projects that mitigate the impacts of drought in rural communities and in the agricultural sector. John Mackey with the Utah Division of Water Quality says the goal is to make the best use of Utah's water resources while simultaneously
14: conserving them. As a result of these projects, we'll get better water quality. We'll have higher levels of treatment, levels of treatment needed for reuse of of wastewater to make sure that the water is safe and that it's clean for all its uses. Developers have to have projects completed by December the 31st of 2026. This is by Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported. Hear us on interesting radio stations, your favorite podcast platform. Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.
0: With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more depth at a violent start to the new year in Ukraine. Russia launched fresh drone and rocket strikes on the country on New Year's Eve itself. Meanwhile, hundreds of Russian soldiers are reported to have been killed when Ukrainian forces fired missiles at a Russian barracks in one of the war's deadliest single attacks. That action is being defended by Arseniy Yatsenyuk, who served as Ukraine's prime minister from 2014 until 2016. We
4: don't know the exact number, but the Ukrainian military already reported that the suggested number of those who have been killed and wounded is around 600 Russian soldiers who illegitimately invaded Ukrainian territory. So I want uh, once again to underline that this is a legitimate military target and we will kill those Russians who wanna kill us. What the hell they are doing on the Ukrainian soil? They have to go back to their uh, uh, home country and to go directly to Kremlin and to press on their president uh, uh, for everything that he has done against Ukraine and against his people. It would be counterproductive for Ukraine to decrease uh, the counteroffensive that Ukrainian military already launched.
0: Russia confirmed that the attack on the barracks had taken place, but the Kremlin denied the scale of the death toll claimed by Kiev. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. <laughs>
11: One beating heart Whoa And we don't like losing But tonight I'm falling apart Be another way, a better way, of getting through this valley A bright day, I wanna climb to the peak of this mountain I wanna drink from your living fountain But all I see is a stream across of the enemy Laughing in my face, challenging thee God, you've given me the keys, the future I see So let my aim be true, to bring this giant to his knees, yeah You make the
15: mountains tremble and shake. Your name is Alpha, and you will always reign will comes we be slain. Life comes easy when We are on the
8: mountaintop. Whoa. When we're down
11: in a valley Why does We are to in a valley, gotta be faith just want to stop? Huh, there's gotta be another way, gotta be of way through this valley, a brighter day climb to the peak of this mountain, I wanna drink from your living fountain. But all I see is a stream across the enemy, laughing in my face, challenging thee, God, you giving me the keys to future I see. So let my aim be true to knock a off his feet. Yeah, you make the mountains
15: tremble and shake. Your name is Alpha, and you will always reign. You live inside us. And will be slain you make the mountains tremble and shake your name is alpha and you will always reign you live inside us and fill us with distress so
11: will it your praise of these giants will be slain little as much but god is in it labor not this world in vain there's a crown and you can win it if you'll go in Jesus name the dark of the night the Brighter the light, and the valleys so deep. Your love will fight. My problems are small when God's in all. The bigger the giants, the harder they fall. You make the mountains
15: tremble and shake. Your name is Alpha, and You will always reign. You live inside us and fill us with Your strength. So we lift Your praise of these giants will be slain. You make the mountains tremble. And shame, your name is Alpha.
9: things God wants you to remember I am there for you I love you I believe in you I will not fail you I will be with you I will provide for you I will bless you I will give you rest I will strengthen you and I will answer you the things God wants you to remember remember God loves you God cares for you and he is always there. 24, 365, 7 days a year. Take care and have a wonderful day. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. New source London, Sienna. Today, our devotional, we're going to look at pause and what it means. Psalms 19 verse 14 says, May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord my rock and my redeemer. Have you ever considered what it means to take five and pause in everyday life activities? Sometimes we all need that pause where we need to learn to say no to things that we don't necessarily need. A lot of times we're quick to say yes, but we we don't think about everything that comes involved with it. We're always saying yes. I know. I was like I was like that. I was saying yes to everything. Just recently I started saying no to certain things. There comes a time place where we need to take a break when our schedule gets overpacked there for a while it was Sunday Monday Tuesday activities I was going straight through it. and then there was yeah one and then there steering team you I know, was going through and all this stuff that I've been doing throughout the week I almost forgot to take that five we may think that we need to be on the go but we also need to take a break recently I just made sure i if, if my work is on a break for a week, I'm taking that week off. Let me channel on one. Last year, I took two weeks off at the holiday time. And so that's one last thing. That's how you pause. Recently, I was asked to do a sermon on lament. And I said no. Because I knew that I'd have trouble with that sermon. It's taken a pause from that. We all... We need to learn to take pauses from doing too much. Doing too much overstimulates you. It can cause crazy. So we're looking at what it means to pause. We can learn that we need to maximize our time, which means we need to figure out what we can do to eliminate that crazy of always saying yes. It could be that we're taking 20 minutes a day of just doing nothing, just sitting there in the quiet, taking a walk, and that's realistic if you live by yourself, but if you have kids, kid, you kind of cannot find that 20 minutes, maybe it's getting up 20 minutes earlier, and having that 20 minutes yourself, maybe it's taking half an hour of your time a day, just thanking the Lord. And we just need to pause we need to learn that we need to pause in the craziness of our schedule if you look at your schedule in a week and you see you have so much to do but there's no time there's not enough time in the day to do everything you want but there is time to pause maybe it's locking yourself in the bedroom and just sitting quiet and letting whoever's in the house cry it out. Realistically, that's not a good thing to do, but realistically, we can do that. <coughs> Maybe we need to take a break. That would be take that break. One day a week, absolutely do nothing. It could be difficult. Do a lazy cooking day where you just find leftovers. Make sandwiches or something. You don't have to open up that stove. <coughs> you don't have to open up that stove. Just take a break. Maybe it's one hour a day. You're coming home and doing nothing. Taking that 25-minute nap. Look at your schedule and see what can I cut out I'm saying yes too often too. That's tricky. But it, it does help when you say no. And we start somewhere by starting small. Figure it out through your daily life. Is there something that I can give up but I don't have to do so much of? Maybe you're volunteering <clears throat> some volunteering for an online newscast but you're doing so many days a week. Take one day where you say no. I don't want really to do that. No explanation. Learn to say no. Maximize your time throughout the week. <clears throat> Take a break and start somewhere small ways that we could learn to figure out how to take time to pause. We go day by day in this crazy end of the world, we forget that we need to pause. It is hard to pause sometimes depending on your situation. If you have kids, it is difficult to pause, but you can practice. That's about your time where you can wake up 20 minutes earlier. Send the kids to bed 30 minutes earlier. If that's practical for you, maybe it's find a babysitter you trust to watch the kids for an hour, where you're by yourself. Realistically speaking, realistically, we all need to find time to pause, but we get caught up in the trance that it's not okay when you keep going. But it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to take a five minute break or five minute pause throughout your day. <clears throat> Whatever that looks like for you throughout the week. I know for me, I do have time back can pause each week, the days where I'm not doing nothing. I don't have activities every day, but there are days where I have activity every day, and it gets overwhelming. The society says you need to be active in everything, but that's not the case. We need to slow down. Slow down and figure out what's going on. Just take the time to slow down and figure out what you need to do in your life to get that rest this year. Each year, come up with word of the year. <clears throat> this year, our word of the year will be pause. We have to pause in our life and just sit down, take a break and pause. We need to figure out what we need to do, whether it's not doing so much. Maybe it's just you need to relax. Find the me time. What is your me time? Let go, let die. Four steps I mentioned in this devotional was maximize your time. That simply means... Figured out what you can do throughout the week that doesn't require much. It could be that you're taking a day of nothing. Yes, you still got to do your day activities, but maybe you're taking a day where you're not doing nothing. Maybe you're not cooking that day, you're doing leftovers, you're doing something simple. Maybe taking a day where you do something just with your kids. You're nothing but a kid day. You spend time with them kids. <coughs> You can do that. Find ways to let go of that guy. Practice saying no. Learn to say no. Not everything needs to be a yes. Take time to consider it. If you know you can't do it, say no. Take a break. Find that balance between work, life, and school. And whatever your circumstances are, we all have different circumstances. I don't know what you do during the day, but most of us work. Most of us have a family, but we still have a time throughout the day where we can take that time. We just gotta find a balance for that. <clears throat> take a break. Take a break from something that you do throughout the week. Do you have to go to every activity throughout the week? If it's something that you can skip, skip it. And start somewhere, start small. We need to start somewhere. We need to start small. So first thing you can do to pause is to take a break maybe today you need to take a five minute break five minute break from anything maybe it's you need to crank up that music your favorite song for five minutes and no care in the world just crank it up so you can tune everybody out maybe you need to pray to god for five minutes that's a good way to take a break so as we go out throughout this year remember to pause and take a break when you need to Take a break and pause. May these words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Take care and have a wonderful week.
12: Praise God from whom all blessings flow. here below. Praise him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and